This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everyone? It's episode 63 of Beers in the Lot. In this episode, we kick things off talking about the Leafs and some of the other teams that have had some crazy or weird starts this season. That led to a discussion about the Kraken, because who doesn't want to talk about the Kraken? And John shared a story, a locker room story, that we all reacted to. Uh, There's no word. Just listen. All right, here we go. Time for Beers. Air, what are you drinking tonight? I have a very red raspberry kettle sour from Brow Brothers in Marshall, Minnesota. Okay. All right. Kettle soured ale with natural raspberry flavoring. You like sours? Yeah, I like sours. Okay. Huh. See how I like this one. Oh. What you got, Riggs? Uh, old standby. Snick dog in a glass. So, yeah. Same old, same old. House beer. Right on, house beer, yeah. <laughs> Always good. I got bottles this time, though, because uh, the oh, bottles are actually bottled in the Flying Dog Brewery in Frederick, Maryland, as opposed to the cans, which could come from Who knows a couple where. different places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, a little bit. Better quality. Nice. What about you, Danny? So tonight I have a uh, Three Floyds Barbarian Haze IPA. As usual, on point, delicious. Yeah. The triple So uh, what seltzer do you have tonight, John? No, I'm drinking tap water. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking great Maryland tap water out of my water bottle that I fill up 150 (laughs) times a day, which is one reason I have a child bladder. But <laughs> so this is the last week of you doing the uh, sober October, right? It ends, it ends Sunday, Sunday, actually. So, yeah. So when we're in the so next week, I will have my first beer. And shotgun a beer on Monday. Hmm. Yeah, I can do that. I'm sure I can manage that. That's not, <laughs> that's not tough for me. That's the on command thing. Yeah. I mean, really, it's just been like just to reset a few things and then like really kind of like hone in just on like the last couple of months of like fitness and dieting and all that bullshit. So I'm actually pleased. Like I've, I've hung out and like talked to everybody after hockey and whatnot. It's not impacted anything I've, I've done like, yeah, made a respectable showing on your post games. I mean, it's, it's, I, I will, I will say like, if it's something where you do it in a social setting, the first couple of times, it's like, you kind of like, Oh, I feel weird, but, I guess me, I just never once felt like I needed to have it to be there. So I, I didn't mind. I know I got teased a little bit here and there, you know, like, oh, what the hell? Come on, man. It's only one. No one will tell, you know, <laughs> stuff, but but it's fine. So, yeah, get a little experiment. Feel good. So, yeah. Be ready That's to good. ruin my liver in a week. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better get ready, though. I, 
got to get you get those four days in, go kind of hard so that you're you got the tolerance at least a little bit built up for Johnstown. <laughs> I'll be fine. I have many years of practice. Yeah, you'll be <laughs> it's like kind of like like ne- Liam Neeson like he doesn't really retire he just kind of has slow periods I guess you know? <laughs> and then when something happens he goes after it <laughs> for a particular set of skills <laughs> that's great <laughs> what's going on in the hockey world there's a uh, OFBG game on right now on uh <laughs> Washington sports <laughs> seven to five. Oh my gosh! Jeez, that yeah. an adult league score. Yeah. No goalies. Bono Maple Leafs look like their coach by an OFBG contingent mm. the last couple of weeks. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Very yeah. uninspired. They finished that game. They still I playing. think they're close. What score? As it stands now, oh, final, 4-1, Carolina. Ugh. Oof. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I did it, what see... are they in their first uh, first few games? They played, what, seven? Six? Yeah, six they're, they're not doing too hot. So they're 2-3-1, and one, five points, six in the Atlantic. So it's no, I wouldn't say, like, you got to freak out. But I think that's a team you really got to worry about especially because the talent they have and the lack of effort and scoring. You got to worry about them when they lose seven, one to the penguins, like AHL squad. Like that's, that's a big, that's a problem game. I'm going to take some offense to that. Drew O'Connor is the leading rookie (laughs) goal point scorer right now, sir. Show some damn respect. Like really? You're going to do him dirty like that. Come on. Gosh. Oh, well, I mean, you know, you expect a team with that kind of star power to just steamroll a team that doesn't have any stars in the lineup. But I don't know. Seven one. That's that's a problem. None of them are are scoring. None of their none of their big guns are going. And, you know, they're Matthew's got on the board tonight, but that's it. Their captain is a is non-existent. Marner's not really doing much. I mean, Willie looks good. Nylander looks good. Yep. But and but this this kind of follows what happened in the playoffs too. If you if you go all the way back yeah. to that Montreal series, everybody sucked except for Nylander. So what know. did you you said something in our group chat the other day when you were watching one of the games? You were you specifically called out the body language on that team. It it reminds me of, and I I'm pretty sure I've told this story before. When I saw Toronto play, the last time I saw him play in person was um, the game or the third game right before Babcock got fired, and the body language of the players, which are basically the same players, looks the same. Like the last time I saw them was actually in Pittsburgh, which we're going to be in Pittsburgh next Thursday. But Hell uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I and when I watched the warmups, uh, you could tell like that team was a team that was going to get their coach fired, and <laughs> that's what it looks like to me with Keith right now on the TV at least. 
Yeah. The only thing that, that sucks is like, I would almost, and granted, like, I, I saw some stuff from James Myrtle and a few of the guys from The Athletic, like, they were saying more, this is like a dubious problem because the roster construction is dubious. And now that you have Simmons, Bunting, Richie, you know, guys he kind of brought in to kind of help on the bottom six end, you know, those guys look decent, but they're not going to carry you through a regular season. So the problem you're having is now the top end guys that you've essentially gave the bag to, those guys aren't carrying the mail. And everybody did praise Dubas like, oh, he's so smart. Look at him. He's really a future thinking guy. And here's the thing. The NHL GMs usually get one hire, one fire, right? For for their head coach and their coaching staffs. Normally, yes. He he wasn't the one that hired Mike Babcock, right? Correct. That was Lou. So when the decision to get rid of him wasn't primarily a dubious decision, right? That was probably a Shanahan thing coming down and saying, okay, it's time to take the next step, especially since there was all the other Mike, Mike Babcock bullshit going on. Uh, and so Keith and Dubas came up together from a career standpoint, uh, in, in the coaching ranks and the executive ranks. So Keith was with the Marlies and he comes up just like Dubas came up. Uh, so that's his hire. So now he gets the opportunity to fire him, right? To write the ship, to write the, the organization's path. Then that next hire is huge for him. If that doesn't work, then it's Dubas's ass. Or that's how I think that works. Or do you think he trades a player of the core first? How is he going to move those contracts? I can think of a few teams, but the only problem with that is so, like Ottawa, I think has like still 14 mil in cap space after they signed Kachuk. Now, I don't think a you want to send him to your provincial rival or in the division. You don't want to, but I don't know. At some point, he has to start really kind of going. What can I do to shake this shit up? He has to. Yeah. And the most attractive one is Willie because of the dollar amount he makes the less. But. He's playing the best right now. So how do you justify trading that guy off your roster? Well, like yeah. Riggs said, you, I mean, you go with coach first, right? The easiest Get move, the easiest, yes. The easiest yeah. move is by Thanksgiving, fire him. Yeah, early on in the season, yeah. it's the coach. I mean, when it gets down to the yeah. trade deadline, if you're still not performing, that's when you have to start thinking about shaking up the roster, I think. It makes the most sense anyway. That's where you're going to get get something back for them. Like right now, teams are not looking to shake up their rosters. So if you try to move somebody with that kind of kind of a contract, then you're probably not going to get what he's worth. So closer and to the deadline, you might. But here, here's the other piece. So you said it. He brought in some some bottom six guys for a reason to fill certain roles. And they're not performing. And when Keith was in a, a media availability this week, 
or over the weekend, I think. They asked specifically about some of those players. I believe they asked about Nick Ritchie, and he went off on them. It was like that's that's an inappropriate question. He knows he knows that he was given there, there was a strategy that they went into the offseason with after the last disappointment. He was given the tools to affect change and it's not working. And it's 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 his head right now. He knows it. And yeah. That's that pressure coming out, I think at least. It's also the center of the hockey world. It's difficult when Absolutely. you when you yeah. when you're an executive, yeah. a player, or coach in Toronto and Montreal too, I agree. Bergman had to come out this week and essentially just say, you know, like, look, it's tough right now. We're all trying to work through it. And I think he kind of did that too. Like, I think they're obviously those both organizations are at different points. They're not in the same section. Like there's a lot of yeah. flux in Montreal with Carey Price dealing with his personal issue. Shea Weber is going to be on LTIR until the end of his contract. It's it's essentially all but a foregone conclusion. He cannot go with the foot and the ankle anymore, which is amazing because he played in the Stanley Cup final, and I don't think he did that bad. But he definitely was not shooting, and he definitely wasn't – he didn't look like himself, like the normal Shea Weber. So we get that, and then you have this weird flux like we were talking about where, like, Deneau's gone, so now Suzuki's in an elevated role. He's not guarded. So there's a lot of stuff happening there, but they're the team doesn't look like they're not trying. They're really like putting in the effort every night. Jake Allen, I don't think has played that bad, but yeah. It, and then you have Toronto, obviously cup contender. They are cup contender. That is not like anyone giving them lip service. Favorite. Yeah. I mean, it, if they're not in your top two pick for team that should win the cup, then you're not. You're not looking at the at the real pit. You're not looking at the big picture if you're not picking them to win the cup, in terms of just on paper anyway. Yeah, I test obviously not right now, but <laughs> on paper, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and and you are right though about Toronto being one of these markets where you you can't even fail a little bit without it getting just thrown in your face as a ma- as like a monumental collapse or something. So. Yeah, that pressure is. I mean, it nearly killed Phil Kessel's career. <laughs> like, <laughs> it it's a thing in Toronto. So that's 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 an aspect for sure. The the two teams I'm like most kind of like what the hell is going on is definitely Toronto, Chicago, just because they thought it was going to be you know a retool, but it is definitely a rebuild. After watching some of the, like the goals that Flurry has let up. It's not flurry. He's making that first save. The defense is so bad there. They can't pick up guys. They can't help with rebounds. Like every goal they got lit up by Chicago. Yes. Or Detroit yesterday. Raymond got a hat trick. All but one goal went right through him. So five (laughs) other times he made the first save and somebody's potting it in after because of either poor stick placement, poor body placement, or they just had no freaking clue what was going on. And uh, the coach, Jeremy Culleton, we were talking about in our group text. Apparently, he called a timeout during the Detroit game and just handed the players the dry erase board, which I actually kind of like. 
like kind of like screw you you figure it out like you guys don't want to listen to me I mean, well, you gotta hope that there was something on the board and the players were just adapting it but yeah probably yeah, like that's, that's a weird that's a weird thing that's like, really strange maybe one of the players erased what he put on there and then yeah. put his All right, get this shit off of here let's, let's just, start fresh but that's almost something where it's almost like he's like i'm just waiting for my pink slip yeah. You know, like or or he's trying to send a message to the players like, hey, you're not you're not even trying to do the things that we want to do. Make it up on your own, because <laughs> apparently what I'm telling you on a no. daily basis, you don't want to do or you can't do. So here you go. Figure it out. Yeah, guys. true. Figure it out. <laughs> figure out how you're going to do it. You know, he's saying have fun yeah. losing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, John so adding to the those two teams, John, I think you gotta add Tampa to that. Do you see they got beat by Buffalo tonight? Five to one. Buffalo is really weird. Like I'm waiting for the wheels to fall off, but Tampa, I'm like I would definitely say a Stanley Cup hangover like is really getting to them right now. Well, two times. Two times Stanley Cup hanging around. Two times, so. yeah, two yeah. times, two times. If you so, really are making a list of teams that you're like, what the fuck's going on? Buffalo's on that list. What the yeah. fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talk about bizarro world. Like, oh my exactly. gosh. Hey, like, hey, everybody has already counted them out for, yeah. for the last few years. Yeah. They're, you know, bottom of the barrel, basement team. They have. They have no expectations. Nothing to lose. They have yep. no, yeah. Like Toronto has everything to live up to. Buffalo has nothing. Nothing to live <laughs> up to. Right? Yeah. They yeah. They could they could win. They could go 500 and everybody would be like, "Wow, the Sabers are progressing. Whatever they're doing is right. A, the right thing, you know." So <laughs> the Tampa the Tampa yeah. thing is is interesting because if you if you think back to what uh, John Cooper said right after they won the cup uh, and uh, some reporters were asking him about, you know, is, is it their proverbial last dance? Like the, the bulls thing. Right. And he basically said, yeah, because if you look at our contract situations, we're going to have guys coming and going and you look what happened, you know, Gord yeah. and Coleman and all those guys, that were key role players for them in those two Stanley Cups are gone. Yeah. The big names are still there. Hedman, you know, Kucherov doing his LTIR routine, uh, <laughs> you know, Stammer. That's like a yearly thing now, right? Fazzy, yeah. like all those guys are <laughs> the still there. But the the guys, and you know, we keep going back to the middle or the bottom uh six guys, those guys that helped Tampa win those two cups are gone. Right. And and so it's a different team. And I think that Kucherov this time going out has a much different effect than last year. I think this year, uh Cooper and that coaching staff now have to really figure out where does everybody line up now with that big piece out. Right. Uh, whereas yeah. He had a luxury the previous two years. If Kucherov was out and he missed time in both years, uh, you know he had Yanni Gord. He had yeah, Stable Coleman. Yeah. He had he had those type of guys. Yeah, guys, there, he could right? plug and play a little easier. Yeah. And two so, 
And I also think, too, maybe the travel this year kind of impacts it a little bit. Like it's more I and I don't want to say like this is normal because we're still kind of like post COVID world. But like last year, the travel was very easy and very simple, you know, like so you can kind of dial certain things in in terms of like your practice schedule and whatnot. Now that it's like a normal NHL season where like you're going ish yeah ish yeah, not sort of yeah <laughs> like you're going a few days in between practices or sometimes a week or so because of mm-hmm. travel plans and whatnot it's like i think it throws more things into flux especially for a team like tampa where they're still figuring a lot of stuff out you know they did have a training camp but it's training camp you know it's different when you you know you gotta deal with the pens you know, and Jeff Carter on opening night, you know, coming down for you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that you're talking about the pens, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Buffalo situation. Right now, they're, you know, missing a lot of their top guys. And yeah. and it's kind of like, well, we're going to show you. We're going to grind yeah. the hell out yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah. You we're going to forecheck you. Yeah. Well, and those, think about those kids, right? They're getting opportunities, they're getting opportunities, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so there's no expectations for them. Like they go into that, they go into that Tampa game or they go into that Toronto game. Right. And yeah, that too. They yeah. have, they have, they have no expectations. All they have to do is, you know, play their game and yeah. And try hard and, you know, Execute, all those, yeah. all those things. And guess what happens? Sorry. The. Horns going off. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto got scored on again. We don't know who or where, uh, but no, it's that that one's on uh, it's uh, on Washington right now. So okay. <laughs> also, Pittsburgh success. I don't know if you guys have watched the uh, latest episode of In the Room, but uh, Sullivan's warmups. Yes, <laughs> Sullivan's uh, speech before I'll... the game in Tampa. It riled me up. I was ready to play. Oh, <laughs> I, to catch that. I did, Daniel. I'll, I'll watch those. I'll watch like the clips when they end up on the YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah. they're good. I wish they did that with every team. Yeah, I think honestly, they do with most teams. I'd, now, uh, they? Yeah, I'd watch for any team. <laughs> the Bruins had one. Behind I don't know B. if they still do Behind it. Yeah, that was great. I, uh, I used, it would. It would. They would like do like a marathon on NHL Network all the time, and I would just watch it. Like. It's great. Minnesota does Becoming Wild, which actually I kind of like Minnesota because it's like a little bit of rink stuff, but it's more away from the rink stuff, which I actually kind of yeah. like a little more. Um, There's a few other teams that have done stuff in the past and they're like Minnesota's really well produced. Same with the Boston thing, too. It, it's yeah. done really well. I like the way they, they produce it and do it. I really hope that they're they're doing something that will come out later with the Kraken because yeah. that would be really cool to see like how they how they start out a season on a brand new team that'd be I awesome thought, i thought it was yeah. super classy that they retired the number 32 like totally out of left field i kind of like it yeah a little cheesy when little, i, I kind of like it like when i watched I'm down it, for it when i watched it live i was like yeah this did is you cringe kinda, a little bit this is kind of cool right and then oh, yeah. the next day <laughs> you're cringing was, a bit I was like, <laughs> did they really retire a number already? They they could have just they could have just put something up there that or like, like on the ice, you think maybe like thirty two, yeah. Or or if there were if there were people that were in that local hockey community, if there were names, because you know there were, you know, there's probably 
a dozen or so people, individuals in that Seattle hockey community that in some way or another helped the franchise come to be. With like marketing or information. So maybe put their names somewhere. Like a ring of honor or something, you you think? Yeah, I don't know. Like something like that. Like recognize like that contribution. Because you know that happened, and that's a good thing. Like that's oh yeah, that's how it works. That's how hockey works. Is yeah. everyone in the community is part of it? But like, I don't know. Like it just the next day, I was like, man, that was that was cheesy as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have like a feel good you know, feeling that you woke up the yeah. next morning, like I don't like that. Not the one. Well, no, because the they had like, when the, I saw it. The I... clips were all over the socials, and yeah. I was just like, ah, whatever, man. <laughs> I thought the same thing, but at the same time, like if it gets a, somebody excited, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's great, right? For the <laughs> yeah. crowd that was yeah. there, everybody's going nuts. Yeah. Like it was, it was cool. They scored or that, the same thing. <laughs> they scored that first goal, and the whole place, was yeah, bonkers. When like, Dunn got it, it, yeah. it went nuts. It was a nice it's, goal too. It wasn't like oh, a yeah. little ticky tack greasy thing. No, like, nice Beat shot him to the post. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bardowski counted. You know, I will say what actually really got me excited about uh, the Kraken hockey was the first fan fight that I saw. Uh, the national one on Twitter. Yeah. National? yeah, dude. I was like, all right, guy, here we go. We got some fans. I'm sorry, that guy got fed. Like, oh, yeah, like, wow, yeah. yeah, like that. Well, also painful. He, he was the only like. He was surrounded by a sea of that predator's yellow. Yeah. Like, he was the only dude with what Seattle is. stuff on. Right. See, like, I I don't know if that's the smartest thing. It's no. in <laughs> Nashville. See, I've see, never like, been I've to Nashville, but No, like, you just sit there and like they score, you're like, Yeah, go team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> you talk to everybody next to you. Probably yeah. you know, at <laughs> right. some point they probably came to blows because someone stepped over the line by saying something i don't think yeah. i mean i would hope to say that the guy just wasn't like going go cracking then the guy's like screw you and he just started bundling <laughs> them you know like, <laughs> like, kind of like over the line like I, I make the joke all the time like man i really want to go see national i'm like kind of upset if i don't have a Maybe, cowboy hat yeah. and a catfish shirt like they're gonna <laughs> punch me wear your pfg yeah. gear yeah. Yeah, wear your PFG. <laughs> wear your yeah. PFG. Oh, yeah. I'll wear my Bill Dance hat. You're trying to say Dad Gummit a lot. Yeah, exactly. Dad Gummit. Yeah. What's up, Nashville fans? We love you, Nashville. <laughs> we love you. Dude, I want to go see a game there so no, bad. I, I do oh, want yeah. to go there, but like, I'm not going to wear anything that looks like whatever the opposing no. team is. No. Yeah, but, no. Mm-mm. apparently no. <laughs> yeah apparently not <laughs> yeah can you imagine what would happen if someone walked in with like a team canada jersey to that place hopefully they get bundled god <laughs> someone in with like a roman yossi switzerland jersey and the guy just gets kicked like <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be even better if it was like a national jersey but it was the wrong nation (laughs) like a malkin canada jersey or something (laughs) or a malkin 81 81, 81. (laughs) like that sorry sorry sir with a stiller's hat that is yeah Yeah. that is a a fill the thrill number sir 
That is like, a wrong nameplate. I'm also stop kind it. of with Aaron. Like, who made that shirt? Like, who made that jersey Dude, for him? So many questions. That the so picture many. that was sent was a Malkin jersey, the Malkin nameplate, big eighty-one on the sleeves and the back. Uh, what? Is that <laughs> somebody asked me to make that? I'd be like, no, leave yeah. now. <laughs> like, it's a cheap, it has to be a cheap knockoff for one, but then the guy has to be dedicated enough to buy a jersey, but casual enough to not know the player's actual number. <laughs> and it, it was, it was taken in front of PPG Arena. So he's, he's dedicated enough to go to games, but he doesn't know the player's number. Like, what the hell? Not embarrassed to wear the wrong number? Like, what? So many questions. It has to be a troll. <laughs> but anyway, on the subject of gear, though, John, you said you had a story about some gear or something. Oh, I got to right? hear this. Oh, well, gosh. Last, well, no, because last week we were talking about, about how to take care of your gear and yeah. how to take care of yourself after mm-hmm. a game. <laughs> like, Correct. <laughs> based so, properly. Yeah. So every now and then, if it works out for work, I will do a lunchtime skate where like I will have literally no lunch and I'll go skate for an hour and then I shower and finish my day. Okay. I went to an arena that was having a lunchtime skate. I was kind of like, oh, great. I can get my second skate in for the week. Have a good, good little time, whatever. Uh, getting dressed, I see a guy walking in in essentially the same thing I had, which was slacks, dress shoes, and a button-up shirt. Mine was hung on the uh, you know, hangers that are there in the locker room. I watched this gentleman proceed to ball his clothing up and shove them in his hockey bag with a cream-colored hockey jersey that was not cream-colored. It was white at one point. <laughs> that was in there. So we play, I forget about it, but I definitely took note when it happened because I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, am I the only one seeing this? And the worst thing is he sat in a stall where there were hooks there. Like, I'm like, dude, like. He could you just, just turn around and like. Yeah. So that was frightening. That was strike one. So strike two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, and seven comes after. So we finished our skate, skated for like an hour and 10, get out, shower. I had one more appointment for the day. So I was like, got to get in, got to get out. So I, you know, go to the bathroom, shower, come out, put my clothing on, get my stuff together. And I see this cat has balled up dress clothing on. It was talking to another guy who I guess he knew about how he has to be in the office for like a 4 p.m. meeting. You shower? No, that's what's more <gasps> frightening. Oh. Frightening, sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, I can't oh, no. I can barely no. talk. It's not oh, frightening. No. Oh, so no. this mutant. He's going to take his balled up clothing. Oh, no. He didn't shower and he's putting that stuff back on after it was balled up in his hockey bag. And he's going to go sit next to somebody in his office. If I was him and his employer, I would hand him a pink slip the second he gets You're on the premises. Out. Wow. You're, You're fucking out. out. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking disgusting. I was. It was almost a loss of words. I saw it. And you guys know I'm a very vocal person. I don't yes. hide my emotions sometimes yes. very well when I want to say something. So I just kind of was like biting my tongue the entire time, like watching this guy and hearing this conversation. Like, I got to get the hell out of here. Like, I can't. 
almost to the point like I'm never gonna go there because I just don't want to see that guy. I don't want him <laughs> to talk to me. I I'm just like I I don't want to see it. It's frightening. That is bizarre. So it, well, it's not just bizarre. It's just a level of cleanliness that he doesn't have, like or a a lack of consideration for those around him in his own office. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's gross. You, you almost want to ask him if he's okay. Like that's <laughs> that's honestly <laughs> seriously that's that's some problems there. <laughs> that is a level of self disregard that supersedes normal disregard like that's, just, self, that's self-sabotage like you said there's hooks there why did he ball up the clothes <laughs> it, that's that's nuts that's what bothers me more the fact that he balled up the clothes he knew he was going to go to the office yeah. balled up the clothing put balled back balled up clothing back on and he didn't like ugh, it's just disgusting like even if you were a four year old, I don't think that's acceptable behavior. The, the like, clothes, the clothes thing is one thing. Like that, I'll be right away. It's egregious. But if you have to go anywhere after you play, like you have to off. be playing. Yeah, rinse. Use off, your jersey dude. as a towel. Yeah. Go get in the shower and rinse off at the very right. least. Uh, I, used, I used my jersey as a towel last night because I forgot mine. Yeah, I still showered though, and it was it was cold as fuck in our shower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, oh my God. We live in a uh, civilized society. We live in a <laughs> society. <laughs> like, this is like, what separates us from the animals. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was just oh slaying sails like fucking stinking. <laughs> I highly oh. doubt he was slaying anything but hygiene. Like, there's no way. <laughs> oh, I, man. I cringe just hearing it. And I almost want to go, like, where do you work, bud? Like where? <laughs> like I just are you gonna and send an let, anonymous tip? It, uh, maybe. <laughs> it, it was a it was a dress shirt. Yeah, it was a button up and, and slacks real, and real pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like I wear on a Monday yes. through Friday, and then you don't yes. see that again until Monday yes. morning for me. Yeah. Yes, yes, correct. It was a button up and slacks. Same thing I would wear. So you know, clearly, I was actually wearing pretty much. Yeah. Clearly, some sort of office type environment that he was going back to. Yes, like like okay, like let's say you work in a in a trade or a profession where you know you're gonna you're gonna be dirty and sweaty anyway. Like whatever it is, Correct. you know exactly like some sort of working with your hands and using you know whatever. Like, yeah, I get that. Like, you go back to that job, you're going to shower when you get home from work anyway, because you need to. So exactly. You go play hockey, you go back to work, you finish whatever you got to do for the day, and you go home, and you, you know, whatever. It's probably nothing out of the ordinary for someone like that. But if you're Correct. going back exactly. to an, an office, you're going to be going, around people. If you're going out to eat, if you're going to the yes. bar after you play, if yep. you're doing any of these type of activities, yeah, yeah, like, you're savage. Yeah, there's if no going. Place, there's no place for you. Yeah. Like, if you're going like, back sorry. to your house to get into your bed, you better be showered before you're getting in the bed. Yeah, like there's there's yeah. almost nothing you can do after yes. hockey that you should not shower before doing <laughs> apart from like yard work or something like you, you gotta shower after hockey 
Like, you just have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. I would still shower before yard work. The only, the only thing, more, <laughs> the, only, the only thing more frightening than him saying he had to go back to the office if he's like, oh, I got to run down the road to catch a flight. Like I would have. Oh, oh no, my god! Oh. No. Oh. TSA <laughs> call has the airline. As, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has to call the airline. <laughs> oh my gosh! Walking biohazard. Ugh. Yeah, imagine next sitting next to that creature, <laughs> like a flight, like on a. He was probably going to the Seattle Kraken game for all we knew. Like, gosh. Down in Nashville. Yeah, know, that's what it was. Start a fight. That's what it was. Start a fight. He was wearing his Kraken gear in Nashville, and the uh, guys next were like, "Dude, you stink." And that's how it started. That's how it started. Pummeled his ass. Oh. All right, that'll do it this week. I hope everybody has a good rest of your week and weekend. Be sure if you're going to any games that you're wearing the right jersey with the right number. And bring along a beers and lot koozie with you. Jump on Patreon and take a look at things and you can get yourself a koozie. And in the meantime, you'll also get loads of appreciation from us. Thank you so much to all our supporters. Especially a couple of you down in North Carolina. We, You know who you are. You're awesome. And hey, I could be talking about you right now, and you could be knowing who you are. All you got to do is reach out to us on Discord or on social media or something like that. Let us know how we're doing. Tell us what you think of the show, something you like to hear about. We want to hear from you. But until we do, you'll hear from us every week. So next week it is then. Catch you then. Later.